Hello, I'm Owen Lyon and welcome to the On The Bench podcast where I take a look at selection of junior football teams around Tayton and Fife that all have an impact on their local communities. The second episode in this series will see us look at Lockheed United and the impact they have on the local communities of Dryborough and Lockheed and Dundee. I spoke to Lockheed United's Larry Duncan to find out just how much of an impact Lockheed United have on their community and how their current COVID restriction will affect the club. First question, how did you get involved in your current role within the club? How did I get involved? Well, I'm born and bred in Lockheed. I've always been a Lockheed United fan. I used to come up here when I was a kid and play on the pitch with everybody from all the different areas in Lockheed. And uh, I supported the club since a very young age. Uh, back in the oh, back in the late 90s, early, mid, mid to late 90s, Tom McMillan was approached uh, by a lad who was a manager at the time called Dave Martin from Lockheed uh, to come in and... Uh, give some support to the club and then Tom came and asked me along and, and that was it basically been here ever since I had a wee break away I went and back to amateur football where I managed uh, NCR and, uh, and then I came back to the club because uh, so ah, so I've been here I've been here getting on for 27 years Have you always wanted to play a role in the running of a football club? Uh, well not really it was never my ambition it just happened one of these things it just happened I'd never set out to, to, to be a manager a coach secretary treasurer just one of these things that just happened. And when I came here initially, I didn't see myself being here as many years as what I have been. But uh, I've enjoyed every single minute of it. And uh, hopefully I'm here another 25. How much of an impact do you think the club has on the local community? I think we've got a huge impact on the local community. Everybody, not just in Lockheed, Dundee, but throughout Scotland, knows about Lockheed United. We're a very well-recognised club, very well-respected club. And we've had a lot of success over the years. We've had a lot of prominent people involved at the club, from managers, the Greer brothers, to players who were formerly senior, Raymond McKinnon, Andy Dow, uh, to name a couple. Uh, One of the most recent ones was Dougie Cameron. uh, And we were talking earlier about East Fife. Dougie played in an East Fife team that won the league. So we've had a lot of ex-players here. uh, Senior internationalist, Lee Wilkie. Lee was a coach at the club and actually played in a couple of games. So I've, you know, we've had a lot of, lot of good, good respected people involved at the club and uh, and the club has a huge impact within the community. All the boys clubs know us. I mean, we're hopefully doing something in the area where we're one of the boys clubs very shortly. So aye, we've got a big impact. Our ground's used, it used to be used on a regular basis for schools cup finals. When any of the local youth, youth teams, boys clubs, get to prominent stages in the Scottish Cup. They've came and asked us for the use of the ground. We've, we've gave that to them. So I, were, I would say we're a key member of the Lockheed community. And as you've probably seen the wall on the road, with all the characters from the past at Lockheed, the families that helped build the club. So I think we do have a big impact within the community. And uh, not on a football note, but the building that we're sitting in now, the room we're in now, this is used for elections, for local elections and general elections. It's got a wee bit of history on that side. So yep. it's been used for many things, but the, there will not be many football clubs that uh, are polling stations, and Lockheed United is certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. The club feels like it has a good and devoted fan base. How integral are the fans to the team? The fans the fans are extremely integral to the team, to the club. Uh, we're in a situation now with this pandemic. The season hasn't started. It's now been delayed further until November the 21st. A number of reasons for that, but one of the main reasons is no fan participation. Fans aren't allowed to come through the door. So that affects the club greatly on all aspects. You know, a lot of our support, like most 
clubs at our level. The average age of the fan is 50 plus. The guys look forward to coming here, to meeting their friends. This might be the only time they get out in a week. They may just come along here, uh, catch up, watch the football, catch up with their pals and, uh, and, and just enjoy the day. And when you see some of them here through the winter months when the weather's really bad, well, you know how important it is for them to get out and, and circulate and meet people. So the club, the club's important to, to the supporters. Uh, and success always helps when you're a successful club. That always helps. And, and we've been we've been more than successful over the last 25, 26 years. So it's helped the club. How much of a blow is it that the club are not able to have fans at the back, back at the ground for a while due to the new COVID restrictions? Oh, it's, it's a massive blow. You know, the, the, you know, the participating by them, how they react to the players. Uh, most of the fans here... You know, they'll all know the players by name, the players will interact with them, vice versa. Also, the money that comes through the door to keep this building uh, alive. Uh, you know, the guys buy season tickets, they'll come here and pay their admission money, they'll buy tea, bovro, you know, pies. Every penny profit goes to keeping this club alive. I mean, the club's been here since 1892, and uh, without fans, it'll not be here another 130 years or however long that is. So, no, we need the fans back. And without them, uh, it'll, be, it'll be a struggle. And finally, how do you feel that the club has been supported and able to continue to operate during the pandemic? It'd be good, it'd be good if the, the Scottish Government could wage it, wave a magic wand and give every club at our level X amount of money to make sure that they survive. But you've got to be realistic, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's difficult for the, the NHS to survive uh, and other projects that local councils have on the go. So why should uh, grassroots football or non-league football, whatever you want to call it, why should we, t- we be treated any differently? The world's in a strange place. Nobody expected it to be there. And uh, in a lot it's not any different. But uh, it would be nice to get a, a handout to help the club. Uh, but that's not going to happen. So you've just got to get your head down, go on with it, and do what you can to keep the club afloat. Yeah, it isn't easy, but Lockie United will survive this, and we'll probably come out stronger out the other end. And that's mainly due to the the massive support we have from our sponsors, both old and new. And uh, we uh, we've got a good bank of sponsors at this club who really support the club. That's what we need to keep yeah. going each season, every year. We've got one sponsor here who's been at the club same length of time as us. I think it's his 28th year, Mike Mahoney, uh, the longest ever sponsor at our club. And you know, there no, won't be many clubs that have sponsors that, that are as good as Mike, that have contributed to support the club financially for as many years as Mike, almost 28 years. A huge thank you to Larry and Lucky United for allowing me to interview them and for the warm welcome. And also thank you once again to AJ Stellino for letting me use their prep look and ready. You have been listening to the second episode of the On The Bench podcast with myself, Owen Lane. Until the next episode, take care and goodbye.